What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Mr. Walton, did you make contact with aliens? Were you taken to another planet, to a mothership? How they communicate with them? Can you tell me what they look like? Can you tell me how many of them there were? Were you, were you given food? The teachers are alive. They're not books. They are the very living essences of nature itself. What a strange person. Unbelievably powerful supercomputer that's running our reality, and we don't have a clue yep. as to how to operate it. So when maybe you or somebody else creates an AGI system, and you get to ask her one question... What's outside the simulation? Say in your mind, say to yourself, I am more than my physical body. Because I am more than physical matter, I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. Staying near the Great Lakes, it's Lighting the Void. I'm your host, Joe Roop. We're live on KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. We're back Monday, September the 21st, and I think this is probably somewhere around somewhere around 600th broadcast that we've done, I think. That's got to count for something, I hope. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something pretty interesting. We're going to be getting into nutrition and quantum physics and the body and the energy. We're going to be looking at all of it. How, how does this work? Our guest uh, tonight that's going to be with us, Nicole James, is here. 
a quantum nutritionist. Now, this is something new that I've never had on the show before. That'd be pretty interesting to find out about. Listen, I got to tell you guys as far as what's going on with everything. I know everybody wants to know where the, where are the archives? Where's the app? Where's this fringe app for this? How come this link doesn't work? There's lots of stuff going on during the transition. I'm sure you've heard the station announcements. And all I will tell each and every one of you is what I told everybody that used to yell at me when I was behind the bar. I've got two hands. I can only pour one drink or two drinks at a time. Sometimes I can stack them like pyramids, but I can't perform miracles. So you're just going to have to be patient. Right? For the rest of you that love me, thank you. Especially the patrons and the new patrons that signed up. Really, wow. Thank you guys. I got a big fat behind the scenes video I'm working on too for that, but that's on the bar as well, actually, but it's coming out and it's just kind of a bunch of stuff we recorded behind the scenes, but I have a number that adds up in my Patreon account that comes to four, four, four. And I want to thank Steezy, congrats on the new house again, and Marley, our new patrons for signing up. Thank you guys so much. It means the world to us. If you want to sign up, to the Patreon, you can go to LottingTheVoid.com and sign up to our Patreon and support the show. Also want to thank our network sponsors, AncientLifeOil.com and GetTheTea.com. I guarantee you right now, Ancient Life Oil is what you need when it comes to the stress-free environment. You know, I'm, I'm really, honestly, it's my duty to promote this stuff more, but not just because you know, they're sponsors. It's because I believe in them. That's why you hear like Amelia's stuff, the dreaming with gamers stuff, any of that stuff that we promote on the network, we truly believe in. And there's a lot of people touting CBD oil out there, but none that are like this. The problem is what I can and cannot say without getting in trouble. Just make sure when you go try it out, when you go to ancientlifeoil.com, just make sure that when you go there, that you put in the when it says uh, who sent you here, there should be a thing there that says fringe or at the very least Joe Roop. Same thing at get the T.com. If you want to get those nasty heavy metals out of you, that should be a regular. All of you should be doing that stuff on the regular and we need your support there as well too. This place literally every month we depend on your support here and that's no joke. All right. So thank you all who support the network. Thank you all who support the show. It means the world to us. What else? Um, oh, Friday, last Friday night, we had uh, a lot of big responses to the show that Ryan and I did on Friday night open lines. A lot of people are, want a lot, they want more. I want more. Dance, monkey, dance. Well, I talked to Ryan about it, and we think that we might, we might keep dancing for you. It just depends. It might get a little sticky, though, because that's going to be kind of one of those shows where we just leave it all out on the table. The idea of that show is to get the phones ringing off the hook. And I'm talking about people that have never called in before. So if you have a show suggestion topic or whatever, you can email us at info at the fringe dot FM. And we'd be happy to address that during that Friday night show. We have no idea what we're going to call it yet. It might turn into something bigger. Although we're both doing two shows five nights a week. It kind of has to really be worth it. So we want to just keep testing it out and make sure that it's worth it. If you want to call into the show tonight, the call number is 1-800-588-0335 as usual. And uh, you can also email the show at contact at lightingthevoid.com. Hit us up on Facebook. 
But I got to be honest with you, when it comes to Facebook, you better get your friend requests in quick because once I tap that dude out to 5,000, I'm not moving. I'm just doing that to keep my notifications from going off all the time. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? All right, so let's get into the show. Nicole James is here with us, and she's a certified functional medicine, uh, medicine practitioner, nutritional consultant, speaker, mentor, and business coach. And through extensive research and study of ancient modalities of healing, along with the latest research of quantum physics in the human biophotonic field, she realized how powerful the mind and the energy field is, the dramatic effects it can have on the body, creating wellness or illness, and how many answers lie in the healing plants of Mother Earth. Nicole has since evolved into the quantum nutritionist, and through integration of advanced laboratory testing, modern energy medicine, and ancient science, she creates and customizes protocols and formulations of nutraceutical supplements, giving her clients exactly what their body, mind, and spirit needs and working with energy meridians and working off or workings of the mind is an integral part of releasing stuck cellular emotions and subconscious patterns that are no longer serving us and influencing our state of being in every moment. Nicole created programs specifically designed for working with the physical and energetic nature of who and what we are. You can go to that website at thequantumnutritionist.com. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Thanks for coming on the show. Good to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is quite a mouthful. It's a lot. A lot of big words, isn't it? <laughs> right. Hopefully we can break it down. Well, can you break it down? I mean, what I just got through talking about with the, the people on the network is, um, you know, about how to get, you know, heavy metals out of their body while the CBD oil is important. Um, but here we're talking about something a little bit different. Uh, what do you mean by the latest research of quantum physics and the human biophotonic field? What does that imply? Well, basically it's an, it's an understanding and most of us, you know, have heard this before that we, we are energy, we're energetic by nature and it's the energy fields that are around us that actually, uh, affect the physical body and create disease in the physical body. So we have, you know, our emotional field, our thought field that are constantly um, creating an electromagnetic field around the body that's influencing our, our genes and how our genes are expressed and whether we are in a state of health and wellness or disease and imbalance. So working in with the quantum field is really understanding that we are spiritual beings we're using this human quantum biocomputer, which is called a human body, to operate in this third dimensional world. Um, but we're so focused on being in that 3D world that we forget that we're actually multidimensional and we can access the information in the multidimensional fields around us to help create that health and wellness balance that we all desire. So it sounds really complicated, but really when you break it down, it's this understanding that our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions are constantly influencing our state of health and well-being. And, you know, through my evolution, I started off as a, as a functional medicine practitioner. And if, for those of people who have never heard of that, it's really uh, a science-based approach to um, holistic health and healing. So um, we have the imbalances in the systems of the body um, that's causing kind of these downstream symptoms. And so looking at testing, looking at your vitamin levels, looking at your um, food sensitivities, looking at your heavy metals that could be contributing to your health, to your disease, 
um, and figuring out where the imbalances are and really understanding that the whole body is connected, right? We can't isolate an organ system um, and, and just focus on that organ system to heal. So we really have to, you know, ask, you know, what, what symptoms, you know, when you go to a doctor, the doctor will ask you a couple of things. What symptoms do you have? Um, what diagnosis do we give you? And then what drug matches the diagnosis? But they forget to ask why. And so functional medicine, we're really asking why. You know, where did it start? But it goes much beyond the physical body because really most diseases start within the mind. And that's hard to change because a lot of these patterns that we have are created when we're very young. And the subconscious mind kind of gets ingrained and really um, hardwired by the time we're about 35. So we have kind of an understanding of our beliefs and where we are, who we are in the world. And that doesn't really change unless we put conscious effort into changing it. So we start just repeating patterns, um, you know, throughout our life, not really realizing that it's actually creating an imbalanced state within us. So it's a fun process because you get to learn a lot about yourself, but you, it's also, you have to do the work, right? You can't just go and say, okay, doctor, fix me. But really the ultimate goal that I try to teach the clients is we all have the power to heal ourselves, but we really don't need anything outside of ourselves to heal. Now there are tools that we can use to support that, um, but it's really empowering. It's taking back the sovereignty, you know, and really understanding that the greatest technology we have on this planet is actually embedded within our DNA. And we can tap into that in order to heal. Interesting. Okay. So there are things. So what would you recommend someone do? Like say, for instance, if they had, uh, let's say no resources, let's say no resources to buy health products or anything of that nature, would you start them out with what meditation or what would you start them out with? Yeah. I mean, one of the most powerful, powerful things we can do to support our health and get the answers we want and create balance is by doing, you know, going within. Right. And that's, you know, it's really tuning out the outside world and tuning into ourselves and, and really learning how to trust the information that we're getting. When we can sit in meditation, we can really start to pick up the subtle energies that are around us all the time that we don't pick up on when we're so clouded by the noise in our external world. And so we can go into, and it doesn't have to be, you know, people sometimes get weirded out by the, the word meditation, you know, because people think you have to sit in, you know, a yoga pose for an hour and, you know, try to shut off your mind and that's impossible. You know, so I usually could start people off with just breath work, right? Just really tuning in and connecting to the breath. The breath is a very powerful thing. It really is our connection to spirit. And, you know, you'll notice when you get stressed out where we start to take shorter breaths. And that actually will lower the oxygen levels in the body. And low oxygen levels can actually lead to disease, too. So tuning in with the breath, you know, and starting there will lower your stress levels. Um, there's so many things you can do. Walking in nature is, you know, one of the greatest things to really support the body. Um Staying connected to Mother Earth. Uh, we, you know, we are so disconnected from the Earth, which is unfortunate because we, we need to harmonize our energy bodies to the Earth. Um, you know, I don't know if people are familiar with the Schumann frequencies, which is the magnetic field of the Earth. And that, that Schumann fre frequency is the same, um, 
it's the same wavelength as the state of our brain when it's in that alpha state, that creative space when we're actually in the flow, you know, whoever get in that creative flow and you're just, you know, kind of time goes away. That's that optimal state of our brain. Right. And so we can actually, you know, resonate with mother earth by just going out, putting grounding, earthing, taking your shoes off, planting your feet on the ground. We actually get negative ions that come up from the earth and come into our body when we, when we earth, when we ground. And that actually is very, very beneficial to our nervous system. And it's so, so important right now because our nervous systems have been completely hijacked, right, this year. <laughs> so there's so much stress. There's so much anxiety. There's so much fear. And if we don't ground those energies, you know, we stay stuck in that survival mode. And when we're in survival mode and our adrenals are just, you know, constantly that on position, our body can't repair itself. Our body, we can't digest our food well. We can't expand and do our creative minds or we want to create things and, and, um, you know, bring in new ideas and create new things because we're just worried about survival. So getting out in nature, connecting, whether it's sitting, you know, sitting next to a tree. I love trees. So when I walk in the park, I always put my hand on a tree. And you can, if you tune in enough, you can actually feel the energy. And it sounds crazy because I'll be happy to admit I'm a tree hugger. (laughs) But it feels good, right? When you just, you know, you've been inside all day, you go for a walk, you just feel better, right? Tuning into the sun is also really important. And we have negative ions that come up from the earth. But we also have positive photons that come down from the sky through the sun and through the galactic energies that come down. So if you think about it, we have positive at the top, we have negative at the bottom. And as human beings, we're like batteries. So if you're feeling drained, tired, exhausted, it means you know, your batteries are getting low, right? So you need to go outside and recharge your batteries. And some of the simplest, easiest things that we could do, and when you do it on a regular basis, you can, you'll notice a dramatic effect within just in how you feel in general um that's really simple so breath work obviously sleep you know is super important um hydration very very important water and the quality of water that you drink is also really important um people don't i don't think talk enough about water um sometimes it's just an afterthought yeah i know i'll drink my eight glasses of water a day but really the quality of water is really really important um Structured water is water that actually has remained in, um, in, in a kind of a harmonious, um, the, the, the water is like a three-dimensional structure. And if, we, if water gets treated, if it goes through pipes at 90-degree angles, it actually breaks down and it, it, it deadens the water. Water is actually alive and it holds on to memory. And so it's really important. You know, to drink good quality water, ideally, you know, we all can't do this, but from a spring, um, that's the best. There's also some great, good sources of of filtrated water that actually remains, um, the structure remains. And when you take in structured water, it actually absorbs into your body much better. So you actually will be staying more hydrated drinking structured water than you would. You'd have to drink more just in a regular water. Um, than you would the structured water to to keep that hydration within your cells. And most people um, are walking around chronically dehydrated. Um, they're just not drinking enough water or they're drinking too many things that deplete their water, too much coffee or soda. Um, so that's number one. Like those simple things, breath, you know, being out in nature, getting good sleep, getting good hydration. Um, and then, you know, if somebody's really sick, um, 
one of the best things that you can do, and I would advise to, you know, if you, you choose to do this to, you know, get a, uh, help from a practitioner is actually fasting. Fasting is an incredible way to heal the body. And there's so many, many benefits from it. Um, but fasting, like, you, you know, starting off with a one day fast where you're just drinking water. I'll have clients go up to five, sometimes seven days. Um, and some people even choose to do more. Um, so you do want to get followed by a physician if you have an issue and you're doing and you choose to do that. But it's something that doesn't obviously cost a lot of money, right? And when you when you fast, the body does an amazing thing. It actually switches gears and it goes into what's called autophagy. And autophagy literally means like eating itself. Like your body starts to break down all the old, dead, dying cells, and it starts to regenerate them into new cells. Because you're not getting the food, right? You're not getting the amino acids from the protein. So your body's going to find those, you know, cells that need, um, that aren't working well, break down those to be, you know, for the new proteins to be made. And so when you can start cellular recycling, you're literally putting your body in a regeneration state. Right. So when our nervous systems are hijacked and we're stressed out all the time, we're constantly in degeneration and breakdown mode. So you go and balance the nervous system, calm the nervous system and go into a fast. It actually turns the body on into regeneration. And not only will it help, you know, with so many different issues, you know, from from pain to cancer, people have these um, fasting for. It'll also support increasing growth hormone levels insulin sensitivity. I mean, you can actually, believe it or not, cure diabetes with fasting. You know, obviously you need support to help do that. Don't just jump into a fast if you're diabetic. Um, but it's amazing. It's something that, you know, obviously doctors don't talk about, right? Because there's not a pharmaceutical pill to give you. You know, they'd rather put you on a medicine for the rest of your life that benefits the pharmaceutical company than, you know, supporting you with something that's um, actually going to fix the issue at hand. So, um, yeah, simple techniques. There's also things I'll recommend to patients. I'm a big believer, obviously, because of energy in different frequencies and how frequencies affect the body. So, um, you can find what's called solfeggio frequencies. Um, and these are like 432 or 528, um, Hertz. And you can just put those into YouTube, turn those on. Those also help to harmonize our own body's energy, um, binaural beats is another one and what binaural beats are very powerful you have to listen to them with headphones and again you can go on youtube and you'll find thousands of them but what happens is one frequency goes in one ear and one slightly different frequency goes in the other and when the brain hears these two off frequency it creates a third and it calms down your brain waves and so um you know when a lot of people have issues sleeping, right? They're stressed out. They, you know, all of a sudden and they try to go to bed and they just they can't relax. You can put on binaural beats and it'll actually, you know, again, via resonance, the, the brain waves are going to harmonize with those uh, frequencies of the binaural beats. And people that'll, you know, I'll recommend listening to before they go to bed, they'll fall asleep faster and they usually sleep deeper just by, by tuning into frequencies. So it doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to be expensive to get the body back in the balance. Wow. Okay. So do we, we don't really have to do a show anymore. That's it, right? You, you That's gotta... it. Yeah, we're done. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is the, so when people come to you, 
Now, do you do you work with clients like one on one stuff like that? Yeah, I do. I work with clients in per, in person in my office. Uh, I'm in Wisconsin, Appleton, Wisconsin, just south of Green Bay. Um, but actually, the majority of my clients I um, I do video consults with. So um, with you know, and the consultations are, are pretty lengthy, but usually about an hour, um, hour to two hours sometimes. Wow. And it's really going through the whole your whole history. Um, cause you know, <sighs> disease doesn't start overnight, right? It's a long, you know, long standing imbalances in the body before it becomes a diagnosable disease. And so, you know, looking at your family history, nutritional history, environmental history, mental, emotional states, um, you know, relationships, you know, all comes into play. And then I'll recommend certain tests say, you know, if we need to do say a food sensitivity panel or, you know, heavy metal panel, um, gut function testing, you know, hormone testing that your doctor doesn't run. Um, we'll look at those tests. The kids will get sent uh, to the client, and then they'll sometimes they'll need to do tests at home, or they'll send, uh, they'll go to a lab and get their blood drawn. And then, um, you know, I'll make recommendations based on you know the lab results. Um, I do work in person. I do have some uh, a biophotonic field device that I will. Um, Check, check people's fields. And basically what the biophotonic field is, it's the light field that's being emitted from the body at all times. And so there's a special camera that can actually pick up on that light. And what's incredible about these tools now that are coming out, this is, you know, fascinating because it's really where the future of medicine is going is energy medicine. <laughs> I believe that. I totally so, believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really exciting because that's where like the merge of like quantum physics is really coming in. So these devices can actually look at this, the, the light field and it's what's incredible is that, so the camera, you know, put each finger into the camera and then it'll, the software will analyze it. And based on the Chinese meridian system that ends at your fingertips, it'll actually tell you what's going on inside your body, inside your organ systems, you know, um, where the balance is, you know, with the, with the organs are. And it, it still astonishes me to this day how accurate it actually is. Because then I'll follow up with testing and go, gosh, it matches right up. And so that, I mean, and that device is used in Europe actually to diagnose, um, you know, breast cancer and colon cancer at higher rates than mammography and colonoscopies here. Now, obviously, I can't say that because it's not FDA regulated to diagnose. But, um, but, you know, it's, it's possible. And that's just really exciting. I'm also using um, an incredible device that patients can actually purchase and use uh, at home called a Healy. And mm -hmm. what's amazing about this is um, it'll run frequencies in your field. So it'll check your body against about 144,000 frequencies. So, I mean, talk for any, anything from emotional states, thoughts, you know, discordant thoughts within the field, imbalances within the body, and then it'll, it'll tell you, okay, you need to do this frequency for this long. And, and people are getting amazing results, and we can actually also do distance healing with it, because it's actually a quantum biofeedback sensor. So it's in the quantum field, right, quantum field outside of space and time. So it doesn't matter what distance apart people are, we can actually still utilize tools like this to support people. So again, it's really taking back ownership of your health. Um, and this device is actually, this is what I'm really excited about because it's really, you know, might put me out of business because um, it, it'll, it'll check your field against, say, 
you know, you had a meal and you, you do a scan and it says, okay, your body's missing vitamin A. It'll actually put in the frequency of vitamin A back into your field. So, you know, my goal is to get people off of having to take a lot of supplements to support their body and actually just starting to work more and more with the frequencies. It's pretty exciting stuff. That is exciting. Uh, let's see. We have a call from the Oregon area. It looks like five, four, one area code. You're on the air with our guest tonight. Who are you speaking with? Hello. That's you. Did I call into the talk line? You sure did. You called in the wrong line, didn't you? <laughs> Hi, Nicole. <laughs> oh, it's Jim. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Jim. How are I you? Did. I'm good. Okay, I'm going to chastise the host. You have a question for me? I, um, yeah, are you still in love with me? <laughs> that, um, for the host, I, I just uh, dialed in to try to listen to Nicole's broadcast tonight. And it's very difficult on most of these podcasts when you're on the uh, site to negotiate how it is. I just wanted to listen. But I, oh. I did realize this was great because I was listening to the whole uh, huh. uh, talk through. So this, I'm picking up some new stuff that I wasn't aware of. Um, uh, I know a while back, Nicole, you had told me about using that machine you were just talking about. And I didn't know that you had actually gotten one and were now uh, analyzing people with it. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting. You should get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get off of all these vitamins. <laughs> okay, hang up on me, and I'll just keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> All righty. Okay, cool. Well, uh, just to be clear uh, on that, you guys, uh, there is a call to listen line, but there's several. There's several. Look, there's several ways to listen to the show. I mean, you can do it on TuneIn. You can do it on Talkstream Live, the Paranormal Radio app at thefringe.fm. All the web apps work. Uh, the new Apple app is out. We're still working on the Alexa skill, and we're also working on um, the Google app. So, yeah, anyways, it, sh it shouldn't be hard to find, but I probably don't talk about it enough, you know. So, to, can, can you talk to me a little bit more uh, about these energy meridians on our body, how, how these work? Yeah, absolutely. So, um I have a background in, in Chinese medicine. And so um, the energy meridians are basically channels of energy that flow within the body that help um, move the chi or the prana or the life force energy within our body. And there's 12 meridians um, and they each connect to an organ system. And, you know, Chinese medicine, why I love it is it's not just looking at physical imbalances, but it also takes into account the emotional imbalances too. So you can work on the body with acupuncture, acupressure, or utilizing different herbs um, to work on, again, multidimensional aspects of imbalance. So have you ever had acupuncture? Have you ever used Chinese medicine? No, I have not. Okay. Not yeah, so... It's, it's amazing. And, you know, in Western society, we think, you know, newer is better, technology is better. But these ancient modalities of healing have been around, you know, and stayed around and been sustained because they work. Um, and I'll give you a, like a brief example. When I, uh, I actually lived in L.A., I'm from California, um, and I was training in an acupuncture office. And 
there's a little point um, on your pinky toe, and it actually is on this what's called the urinary bladder channel, um, and you can use it to actually help support um, females in pregnancy. And it's a woman came in, and she uh, was breached, which means you know that the baby's flipped, right? So you the feet are down instead of the head being down before birth. And you can take what's called moxa, which is basically, um, it kind of looks like a giant cigar, but it's full of herbs. And you light it and you he- I heat up that point on the pinky toe and it actually flipped the baby. So the, the, the mother didn't have to go and have a C-section, literally just took some herbs, heated it up, put it on a little point on her pinky toe and it flipped around. I mean, they do amazing things with Chinese medicine. Um, what happens, like how they treat pain, pain is just a blockage of chi in that meridian. And so when you stick an acupuncture needle in, it actually opens up the energy meridian channels. Um, and so you can put a point in your hand and you might feel it in your shoulder, right? Because it's on that same meridian line. Um, and you can treat um, so many different things. Uh, there was a, a woman that came in who was suicidal and uh, there's a point right on the bottom of your foot, like the top third of your foot, where just if you were to feel your foot right where underneath, uh, kind of underneath the pad of your foot would be, I always say like when you're, if you, if you ever smoked and you try to put out a butt of your cigarette and you, you squish it on the ground, that's that point, but it grounds your energy. And it's, you know, it, when you think about grounding and earthing, it actually, the ions come up to that point, but you can needle that point and we needled that point on her and they immediately brought her out of her, that suicidal thoughts. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can use Chinese medicine and it's so safe, right? It doesn't, there's no side effects, you know, uh, besides maybe a little bruise. Um, and it's just a way to keep the body back in a balance. And the herbs are, um, the difference between like, you know, pharmaceutical medicines and herbs is that we've really taken out the, the harmony of everything that's in the herb. It's not just one thing, right? They extract one thing, um, which supposed, you know, is supposed to help a symptom in the body, but it usually has a side effect, right? It throws some other thing off. When you use the herbal formulas, it actually harmonizes everything. So it'll help support whatever issue you have without creating imbalances elsewhere in the body. So it's a very holistic approach and definitely not utilized enough. Okay. So, I, yeah, I've never really done any kind of uh, alternative medicine other than like, I don't know, you, would, you con- would you consider, well, wouldn't you consider chiropractic an, al- an alternate medicine, would you? That's kind of regular medicine but more like yeah i would call it more complimentary yeah but it is i mean i guess it's not definitely not the allopathic medicine that we're that we're used to and it's i mean chiropractic is wonderful you know and a lot of people i think there's still people that have like issues with chiropractic but you know what i tell my patients like the, the structure of the body is really important when it comes to the nervous system like we talked about the spine is out of alignment the nerves that come around that shoot out the spine on the sides, they come around the body and they, they, you know, they innervate in our organs. And so if the spine is out of alignment, that can actually create imbalances within the nervous system itself. So it's not just for structure, but it's also to support the nervous system, which again, is so important right now. Okay. I believe that too, because the one, the times that I did do it, I felt a lot better, you know. Um, yeah. 
And I've got some old it's football like, it's stuff. It's like giving your car a, a tune-up, right? I mean, you go and you take your car in and check it out. You know, chiropractic care is kind of like that. You don't have to have a problem, mm-hmm. you know, to go into a chiropractor. It's actually good to, to get one, you know, every couple of months just to keep your body in alignment. Especially because we're not moving as much, right? A lot of us are pretty sedentary. We've been locked down <laughs> for so long. Yeah. You know, if we're not out exercising and moving our bodies, you know, things can, you know, get out of alignment very easily yeah you got that right uh, that's that's for sure i um i don't know covid's really done that uh covid's really done that for me i guess i'm uh not uh i don't know like covid just put a kink in everything to me like it made <laughs> it made things so bad everybody had all these plans i think well what do you think have, have you noticed that and I hate to even bring it up, but have you noticed that COVID's done know, things right? to people's You're health? So sick of talking about it. Well, you know, I just thought you have to. It all depends on your perspective, right? So, you know, for me, we can get sucked into what well, the woe is me, like pity party victimhood of it, because it's so easy to do, and the fear and everything that's surrounding it. But I think if you can, you know, kind of step back and look at it from a much bigger perspective, I think like in order to create great change, right, the old must get broken down. And I think there's, you know, obviously I think this was a, a like a dark force agenda <laughs> that was thrown out on humanity <clears throat> for nefarious purposes. Um, but I think a lot of good is going to come, you know, come of it. And, um, you know, so, it, I mean, it allowed people to really, I think, reflect too on their life, you know, and what's important to them. Um, you know, or, you know, I think I saw a great meme um, during the pandemic. It was like, um, you're either going to come out of COVID as a hunk, a monk, a drunk. Oh, God, there's one more. Now I can't remember it. Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I, I mean, I was never afraid of this, this virus per se. Um, so I, I just knew it wasn't going to be an issue, you know. Um, and so I use that time just to, to really like tune into myself, do a lot of meditation work, um, and really reflect on, okay, like, where am I at in my life? Like, if, you know, what can I change? Like, what do I want to shift? What do I want to create? Um, and now the people that are coming out of it, um, you know, you still have that opportunity. You have the opportunity all the time. Um, but this was kind of like a forced, <laughs> a forced reflection, you know, and we, when we can stay in anger, we can stay in victimhood. How does that serve us? Right. So, you know, we can shift our thoughts. We can, you know, change, change our beliefs about things. Um, but it does take effort, you know, and awareness. And that's really a lot of what I do is really like focusing on, you know, what are the thoughts that are creating the, the feelings that are creating the experiences that are creating a reality that you, you don't like. And, you know, if you don't change, right, if you don't change the belief that's causing the thought, that's causing the feeling, that's causing the experience, that's causing the personal reality that you don't choose or you don't like, well, you have to, you know, make a different choice. And the hardest part about change is making a different choice than you did before. But really a lot, you know, we, we have goals, like we want to, you know, with our health, we want to be a different person. We want to feel better. We want to lose weight. We want to be out of pain. 
But what we realize is like we, we have to lose the old self in order to create the new self. We have to let go of the choices that we were choosing that's creating that imbalance, right? And whether that's our, our partners, <laughs> our relationships, our, our family sometimes, our diet, our sleep habits, you know, the, what are we tuning into? You know, are we watching the news all day long and we wonder why we're having anxiety all the time? You know, it's really about just becoming conscious, you know, of, of us in, in, in every now moment. And the problem is our society wants us to stay unconscious, right? It wants us to be distracted. You know, it's like, you know, look at the shiny gold coin everywhere. And it really takes us away from understanding the truth of who we are inside as really like, you know, God, that's who we are. And they don't want us to know it. The dark forces don't want us to know how powerful we actually are. Um, and so they embed fear in us, right? Because fear, you know, takes us away. And it really, that energy, you know, feeds, feeds them rather than nourishing our soul. So it's, uh, it's not easy, right, to become conscious. It's easy to be on default, on the unconscious, you know. But, you know, are we happy? you know, just being, you know, victim to, to whatever's happening in our external world, or do we have the power to change that? And we do talk about energy, right? If we want to change, you know, something, we look in the mirror and we want that reflection to change. Do we go over to the mirror and try to like turn the frown upside down? We actually have to go inside first, right? And we have to change how we feel inside in order to see that reflection on the outside. And same thing with our, our frequency. Like we are magnetic, electromagnetic beings, and we're literally constantly pulsing out a frequency. So you ever be around somebody you just don't like being around because you just don't like their energy? You go, oh, she's got bad vibes. I mean, it's literally your body is picking up the frequency that that person is pulsing out. And the universe will match that frequency. So, you know, you ever have like a really bad day in the morning and all this stuff happens? And then it's like, it just carries on throughout the, you know, the course of the day because you got stuck in that like negative energy. And then the same thing is the opposite. Like something good happens and you're feeling great and then something else good happens. It's like, we are, you're creating all of that around you. We don't, you know, when you can step into that and understand that and go, okay, I can create my own reality. What, you know, what do I want to change? And really focusing, and this is what I tell people to do. Like if we really want to change something, you know, we have to change, you know, the, the mind first. We have to rewire the brain to create that new reality. And so every morning is a great opportunity to, you know, go through your day and imagine that day, whether it's, you know, you have a super busy day or you have a lot of things maybe you don't want to do. Imagine how, how you would want that day to flow and go into not just thinking about it, but actually feeling that within the body. Same thing if you have a, a, a health issue that you don't that you want to change. You know, imagine what would it feel like in my body if I, you know, was out of pain or if I, you know, didn't have cancer or if I was my optimal weight. Actually, what would it feel like? And that thought, when that thought becomes a feeling, it change, starts to rewire the brain because the brain doesn't understand the difference between thinking about something and visualizing something and the, the thing actually happening. I mean, it's, this is where like the really fun studies come, like they've done studies where 
um, they have two groups of people and one group, you know, that everyone learns a, uh, a song on the piano and then they split the group up. And for one week, one group um, rehearses on the piano, that song every day, the other group only does it in their mind. And then they go back the next week to see who remembered the song. And the people that rehearsed in the mind did just as well as the people that were actually practicing on the piano. They did the same thing with, um, with weightlifting. You know, they measured the size of a bicep, you know, on these groups of, of people. And then they have one group actually lift a certain amount of weight for a certain period of time. And then they had the other group just imagine lifting that weight on that arm for a certain period of time. And they measured the biceps after the experiment, and it grew just the same as the other one. And this might seem crazy, but this is how powerful our minds are. And when we start to work with the mind and work with the, you know, repatterning these unconscious patterns that are keeping us out of balance, you know, people can heal from anything. You can actually, um, you know, activate new genes in new ways in the body. Um, and you don't have to continue to, to stay in balance, you know, to stay out of balance, just to have to stay on a, a medication for the rest of your life or have to buy into the belief that your doctor told you you only have four months to live. I mean, it's absolutely bogus, you know, like not, we are so powerful and our DNA has so much information in it that we haven't even tapped into. And so this is what, you know, when you, I really start to work with people and they start to do the work themselves, because it does, as I said, that's not for everybody. It's not, a, it's not the magic pill, but it, I mean, it absolutely, I've seen lives completely transformed. I've seen cancer go away in the body that, you know, was supposed to kill somebody, pain go away. I mean, it's incredible. And you don't, you know, I love actually, one of the things I love to do is prove doctors wrong. <laughs> and I'm not saying all doctors are wrong, but you know, a doctor will embed a belief in somebody and, you know, they choose to take it on or they choose to say, you know what, I, I can heal myself. And I see this really apparent when I, I would do work with cancer patients because you can have, you know, patient A that has stage four lung cancer and the doctor says, okay, you have four months to live um, and they believe it, right? And they come in and they go, okay, yeah, what can I do? But you can just tell, like, they already believed it it's already embedded in their brain, you know, in their mind. And, you know, patient B, the same thing, same diagnosis, say, you know, four months to live and they come in and go, you know what, you know, F you, I'm going to live. Like, what can I do? I'll do anything. What, what, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. Like I want to live. And guess what? Who dies and who lives? Right. Right. Yeah. And, it, and there's been, it's amazing. There's this countless, you know, studies or, or, instances that have happened where a doctor actually mistakenly told somebody he had cancer, like, you know, read a wrong chart and, and said he had six months to live and he actually didn't. And guess what happened? <laughs> he died. Right. I mean, this, so it's like, we have to start to really be aware. And when you just start to be aware and not in judgment of the thoughts you're thinking, you start to realize like, I really have a lot of negative thoughts. <laughs> That's usually the first thing that happens. And, you know, and then you can just start to become aware of them. Once you start to become aware of them, you can realize that you're thinking a thought, but you actually, you're not the thought, if that makes sense. Like, you can go, okay, and, and your words are very powerful. 
you know, when somebody, when you're really stressed, you go, oh my God, like I'm stressed. You say I'm, or I'm anxious, or I'm depressed. It's, you know, I'm feeling stressed right now. Like I'm moving through this emotion, but that's not who I am. And so when you can become aware of the thought, uh, you can step outside of it and almost we call it be like the neutral observer of the thought. And, and, and then you can go, okay, that thought didn't feel good. Let's pick a better feeling thought or what do I need to do to shift my energy into something, you know, that's more positive, right? Cause thoughts will then breed emotions that don't feel good, right? A stressful thought will create stresses in the body and the body goes, Oh yeah, we're feeling stressed. We're going to send that signal back to the brain reaffirm that we're feeling stressed, we're feeling anxious. And then it just feeds this cycle that we get into and our body just becomes literally like the unconscious mind. And we're not even hardly aware of it, but we can also become very easily addicted to these, the, the, the emotions of stress, right? The adrenaline rush, even though you don't like, like feeling stressed, your body becomes addicted to the adrenaline. And that's why we keep watching, right? All those like, horrible news news clips, you know, because your body just becomes addicted to it. You don't even realize it. So it's stepping back and just becoming aware. And when you become aware, then you can start to see those patterns and then you can start to shift and change them. And, but just like anything, right. It's like riding a bike or learning to drive. Like it takes conscious effort at first, but then it just becomes automatic. You can shift a negative thought very quickly when you're just, you know, in the habit of paying attention to them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes total sense. I think, I think the thing about um, what's going on with uh, the COVID thing too is they can't separate people enough. I mean, that's, that's just what the whole thing is. They, they want to just keep separating and keep separating you until you lose your mind and you can't connect and communicate with anybody anymore. That's, that's what this is yeah. all about. Separate, separate, yeah. separate, separate until you're, you're crazy. And everybody's in some type of emotional term, turmoil. Yeah, they want to keep us separate and keep us isolated, keep us in fear, right? That's the agenda. So are you going to buy into that? You know, or are you going to say, no, this is, I always, this is my timeline. I just say, no, it's not my timeline. Not my timeline. I'm not getting COVID. It's not my timeline. <laughs> I mean, it really, I mean, it sounds silly, but like uh, you, you, we can command what we want from the universe, you know, and, and take ownership of it. Like call out, call out for what you want. Like your words are frequencies. Your words are vibration. Call out to the universe what you want. And in a positive way, I don't want COVID to say I am healthy. Right. My immune system is robust. My immune system is strong. Now, you know, no disease can affect me. And it, it works. It, it absolutely does work. Um, and I encourage people to try it because it's, and it also feels good. Right. And it's empowering, you know, rather than to be in fear and go, oh, God, you know, um, if someone gets too close to me, I might get sick. I mean, it's just absolutely absurdity when you can step back and really look at what's going on. I think, yeah, I totally agree. I just, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do next. The next thing that they're going to do is make sure that we never hear each other's voices again. From here on out, they're going to implant something in our minds to where we just text stuff on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to put some chip in your mind where you can look at a tablet and it's just going to text what you think. And, you know, if you're sad, they're going to take the well, yeah, tear ducts I mean, out of your head so you can put an emoji on the paper. You know, and if you don't, uh, right. then no one's going to know. You know? 
<laughs> well, that is a timeline. I mean, the whole Neuralink, you know, Elon Musk, like that AI timeline is absolutely there, you know, but you, and you don't have to be a part of it, right? And you don't have to be in fear of it um, because, you know, our energy flows where our attention is. And so the more attention and energy you put into something, it grows, right? Yeah. If you, if you, you know, have a pain in your body and you're focused on the pain, what happens to the pain? It grows, right? You notice it more, it gets bigger and it, you know, it doesn't go away. So what we have to do is focus. What do you want to create? What do you want your life to look at? Look like not, Oh my God, I don't want COVID. Oh my God. How much longer am I going to have to wear this mask? How much, you know, that just keeps you stuck in that lower vibratory field. And this is why they know how to hijack our emotions. This is what they do to manipulate us. You know, the psychological manipulation of our mind has been happening for, you know, long time. And so, but we have the power to step out of that by focusing on what we want to create, what we want to feel, you know, and then taking action uh, to, to move forward with those thoughts, you know, and, and you'll be guided by that. Um, and if you don't know what you should do or what you, you know, it's like, that's where you tune in. That's where you get quiet and you go, okay, you know, show me the tools I need to do to support myself. Show me the people, you know, that I, I need to help, um, you know, tell me the right foods I need to eat for my body. And it's really about reconnecting to our own intuition. And if we're so frazzled and scattered and in fear, we can't connect, right? Because those energies are, like I said, are so subtle, but they're there. Ask for science, ask for guidance, ask for help. We have a whole, you know, invisible support team around us at all times, but they can't interrupt our free will. So you have to ask, you know, ask, you know, and I mean, I see, I don't know if you see numbers, but I see numbers of signs and a lot of people do. Um, and, you know, I just, when I ask, you know, for a sign, I'll see, you know, certain number patterns that I know, like, okay, the, I'm connected to my angels or I'm connected to my guides. Um, and, and, uh, you know, it, it's just like a confirmation, like, yes, this is real. Even though we can't see it, it's real. Um, and the energies are affecting us at all times. And so, you know, keeping our energy field in a higher vibratory state is really, really important. So we have, there's actually a whole scale of emotional frequencies. And at the lower end of that scale, those lower vibratory emotions, fear, shame, um, guilt, you know, those, um, that's what kind of, when we are feeling that, that actually just creates a field around our body and a field around ourselves that actually will eventually lead to disease. The higher level emotions, right, love, joy, peace, gratitude, like that's what keeps our bodies in balance. That's what keeps our bodies healthy. That's what keeps, you know, uh, genes that create health versus genes that create disease um, being activated. Uh, so we're constantly being bathed in frequencies and our frequencies are constantly being hijacked, right? You know, we look at our phone, right? We're driving. If we have Wi-Fi on, like the constant Wi-Fi networks that are coming about, you know, the, the crazy uh, 5G that people are freaking out about that could be affecting our fields. When we operate from a higher vibrational state, these lower negative energies cannot affect us. Right. You know, right. And, and we don't, a lot of people don't realize that. Like we have, if you've ever heard of heart coherence, but 
the electromagnetic field of our heart actually extends out beyond our body about 12 feet, um, you know, if not more. So everybody that we are interacting with um, is, is actually connecting to that field of our heart. So that when we are in a, a, a negative emotional state, we're in a state we call incoherence, which is like these abnormal um, beats between actually the, between the rhythms of our heart. So we actually can store an, an emotion within our heart and it pulses out this field. And so we're in a state of incoherence that actually that's when our stress hormone levels are up. That's when inflammation in the body is up. Our brain doesn't function well. Our brain gets fuzzy and clouded. When we're operating from those higher vibrational emotions, love, joy, peace, gratitude, that, that's when we're in a state of coherence. And coherence, we actually measure this through a biofeedback device and through the Institute of Heart Math, and you can even you can find them on, on Amazon. Um, but it'll actually tell you where you are and your level of coherence. So we, we see this nice, beautiful sign wave when you're in a, um, coherence. And they've actually done long-term studies on this. The people that... Um, or in high states of incoherence, you know, most often actually have a much higher risk of mortality than people that are in states of coherence. And the, the amazing thing is it's a ripple effect. So if I'm in a state of coherence and, and I meet you face to face, that I'm actually going to help to lift your body, you lift that field of yours up and try to bring you in a level of coherence. So we're supporting actually everybody around us when we can hold those higher vibratory states. It's like the ripple effect. Yeah, it, it, that is true, but it's like cause and effect. It goes back to that old hermetic axiom, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. Look, we got to take yeah. our first break here. Um, we're at the top of the hour, so we'll be right back. We got the Rogie report coming up with Jess Rogie and our guest tonight is here with us we'll be right back with nicole james stay with us you're listening to the fringe free-for-all the best moments of the fringe fm and there's more on the way what you To the zone of the best unknown. UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracies, and cover ups. And to the paranormal we go. I'm Jeremy Scott. Travel with me into the paranormal. Live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM. I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain, and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week, of taking angioprim the pain was gone and now i'm back in the gym full strength scientific research proves the active ingredient in angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health so to learn more go to angioprim.com that's a-n-g-i-o-p-r-i-m.com or talk to a trained consultant call angioprim toll free at 945 
945-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. That's 945-882-7221. Or go to the website, angioprim.com. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. This is the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. In 2020 news, the Department of Justice announced in a memo on Monday that New York City, Portland, and Seattle would officially be deemed anarchist jurisdictions. Sarah Wallace, NBC New York, explains. Summer's looting in New York City and similar instances in Portland and Seattle, prompting the Department of Justice to smack the three cities with an anarchist jurisdiction title, claiming they, quote, have permitted violence and destruction of property to persist and have refused to undertake reasonable measures to counteract criminal activities. The declaration could result in loss of funding for the cities. Is this the best time to be digging up old sarcophagi? 27 stone sarcophagi have been discovered in a necropolis at Saqqara. Now, it's a necropolis, and that's a burial site, so wow, they discovered stone coffins at a burial site. The sarcophagi were found in a burial shaft and have been dated back nearly 2,500 years. 14 sarcophagi were discovered in addition to the 13 found earlier this month. Archaeologists also discovered a small wooden obelisk painted with depictions of Isis, Nephis, and Horus. The Tourism and Antiquities Minister believes that the 27 sarcophagi is only the beginning of more discoveries at Saqqara. There's probably more discoveries because they haven't dug them up yet at the necropolis where they buried people. So, of course, there's going to be more discoveries. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources has had an announcement. Bigfoot isn't real, or at least the Department of Natural Resources bulletin titled Sasquatch Alert isn't real either. A bulletin has been floating around on social media with the DNR and the U.S. Forest Service's logo stating that there had been recent Sasquatch sightings in the area. And the post warns campers to keep a close lookout for any sightings. The post says, If contact is made with the Sasquatch, try to stay calm and do not run. If possible, try to take a photograph, note the time, and the area of the sighting. So maybe it was left by Bigfoot hunters. As the air turns crisp and the nights cool down, creepy clown sightings have started again. The trend started back in 2016, and every year, starting in August and ending in October, clowns have already been spotted in the UK, Kentucky, and California. This is the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie.
Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Have you heard of heavy metals? Yeah! I'm not talking about the heavy metals in the junkyard. I'm talking about the heavy metals that build up in your body. Heavy metals in your body can make you feel sluggish, fatigued, and just plain off. Why not try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com? Cleansing your body and making you feel great. Cleansing the inside of your body of intruders that sneak their way into you and set up an intruder camp. Life Change Tea helps remove unwanted intruder camps. Brew it, steep it, and drink in the results. Tastes great so you can create a new health habit. Our tea loves to help people. It just needs the chance. So order yours today by logging on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Our Life Change Super Strength Tea is waiting. This could be a beautiful relationship. Take charge of your health. Order at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Yahoy there. Gigi here from Shift Happens. Do you like to boogie down to topics such as ufology, the occult, and the mysteries behind our reality? Why invite you to join us every Friday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, that's 10 p.m. Eastern, as we like to punch that curiosity button and tickle that fancy. We tickle that fancy, but yeah, you know, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but there's certainly a lot of tickling going on over here at Shift Happens. This is Reverend John M. Polk from johnpolkmedia.com, and you are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Back to Lighting the Void. Man. I left that on low volume just so you guys didn't have to hear the commercials blasting. You should thank me. Nicole James, our guest tonight. Quantum Nutritionist. You can go to the quantumnutritionist.com if you want to check out our website for reference. Also, stay tuned after the broadcast. The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable will be broadcasting. This show broadcasts for you here five nights a week, and so does The Secret Teachings. And, um, yeah, so we were having some pretty interesting discussions about the uh, energetic body and medicine and quantum physics. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, I forget his name, Bill Donahue, but he comes on and he's been on YouTube forever, but he talks about how that that he believes that human consciousness is uh, light or is like made up of photons. Would you agree with that based on what you've studied, that it is just like photons? Yeah, I mean, really, in essence, we are light beings. That matter doesn't truly exist. It's actually just uh, lower vibrational light. And so light is consciousness. You know, actually, everything around us holds consciousness because it all, you know, it all comes from, from source, from God. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, I mean, then all of the stuff, these beautiful looks that we have and everything, it really is, is an expression or is it, I don't know, because they say it's genetics or whatever, but I still believe that some part of it is, is our soul or energetic expression. I guess what I'm saying is absolutely. what I'm trying yeah. to figure out is what do we have control over and what do we not when it comes to our bodies, our looks and our health and those types of things. There are certain things that we just don't, right? Well, no, I, I, I don't believe anything is impossible. And I think we're much, we can change things. We're much more fluid. If you think of it, if we are just light, right, and we're kind of frozen light in that aspect, then we can. We can shift and change, right, via our energy and what we focus upon. So, you know, like the, what the masters teach is that, you know, we can, manip- we can manipulate our body if we wanted to, if we really did the work, you know, we can shift and change, you know, aspects of our body, but it, obviously it takes a higher level of consciousness to do that. Um, and that's where the working in the higher vibrational, um, you know, fields and support of the body is really critical and doing that inner work, right. Going inside and really commanding of the body. Okay. Direct your genes. Okay. This is what I want your, my body to do, you know, and, and, and it works. I mean, your body, every single cell in your body is conscious. Every single cell in your body holds light. And, you know, the problem is that the, our, our, our genetics have been manipulated with, right? You want to go into the history of, of the human species. You know, we have, you know, the original humans had 12 strands of DNA, right? And, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago when kind of the dark forces won out and kind of took control um, of the earth, it it manipulated those genes. And those are the genes that, you know, that, uh, of healing, of telepathy, um, by location. You know, we had the ability to do all this stuff, those superpowers. Why do you think we're so into, like, X-Men movies and stuff, like Marvel movies and super, you know, superheroes? Because that is still within us. That junk DNA, right, that we've heard about is um, is actually, you know, this kind of the scrambled DNA of the kind of the dark forces. They don't, they want, if we knew we had that ability within us, right, they couldn't have control over us. And so what I think what's happening right now is evolution on the planet, this great awakening that's happening is the ability for us to deactivate those higher dimensional strands of DNA. And that includes holding more light within the body. So how do you do that, Right. We eat foods that are more directly, you know, um, connected to the sun. So if we're eating raw fruits and vegetables um, and staying away from more, you know, the meat products and dead and processed foods, we're going to hold more light. If we're out in the sun, right, that's going to charge our chakras. It's going to charge our fields. Um, Just imagining when you're in meditation. Okay, I got you. Okay. Um. Well, you're talking about the visualization, like the visual, the, um, our powers through visualization, right? Um, Absolutely. I mean, people, the, the connection to the higher, the, you know, the higher realms of conscious, the higher dimension is through our imagination. You know, our imaginations are very, very powerful and they're not utilized enough. So just imagining, like we talked about before, imagining what it would feel like in the body 
you know, if you had that perfect state of health, imagining light coming in through the body, through the stars, but it, it's so much more powerful than we've been led on to believe. And we can utilize the imagination as a tool to visualize what we want to create. I mean, that literally lays down new networks in our brain, right? And the more we can focus on something we want to create and visualize that, guess what happens to those old patterns and old belief system? It starts to get pruned away. So our brains are very plastic. We can change our brains, you know, but it takes effort, right? The brain is just a record of the past. So if we want to create something new, we actually have to think greater than how we feel, Right. And so it does take work and effort to visualize that. But when you can do that every day, visualizing, okay, what it would be like, you know, to, to bring that future reality into the present moment, we have to have, you know, the intention of what we want to create, but we also have to match it with that positive emotion, right? That higher vibrational emotion and really feel it, you know, ground that into the body with feeling, and the more you do that, guess what's going to happen? Eventually, you, you know, you start to live your life as that future self. And guess what? You become the future self you want. Huh. Well, then I don't know what else to. Okay. So when you're talking about working with the energy meridians and working of the mind as an integral part of releasing stuck cellular emotions and subconscious patterns. I, I tend to, I have a hard, I've had a lot of people come on the show and talk about releasing self-conscious and like patterns and programs and stuff like that. But I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to try everything, honestly, um, to get rid of those things, but it just seems like they are just so buried and not only me, but some people, no matter, oh, especially absolutely. in this community, I have to tell you, especially in this community, whether you want to call it new age, paranormal and all that, but especially in this community, like I really have lost a lot of faith in people actually digging down and seeing this stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, that's where it just, it, it doesn't have to be, it's not difficult. It just takes awareness and effort. And that's the problem because, because they are subconscious patterns, you're not even aware, right? That you're, you're repeating the same thoughts and you're repeating the same behaviors. But if you start to focus with awareness, okay. And really pay attention to every single choice you make and every single thought you think, you know, you, you realize you can control it. But it's so easy, and this is what, you know, our society is like, is is so easy to go unconscious and to just repeat the pattern. You don't even realize you're doing it sometimes. So the effort is just in the awareness. But it absolutely is possible. And I've seen many, many people do it. The work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, I mean, is incredible. You know, he, I mean... You go to his workshops, and I was blessed to go to one of his workshops a couple of years ago. I mean, people go into his workshops with cancer, with, you know, multiple sclerosis, and leave completely healed, all through the use of the mind. I mean, it's that powerful, but it, it does take dedication and effort. It's not easy. But it's definitely worth it for the people that really, you know, that really want to change. I mean, a lot of people... And, and, you know, will come to me or come to other doctors and they say they want to heal, but they're not willing to put the effort in, right? I mean, I've had people that come in, they're been in chronic pain for years and years and years, 
I do some testing. Okay, your body's actually allergic to gluten. Uh, let's just get rid of the gluten from your diet. Here are the other things you can eat. And they go, oh, no, it's too hard. And so they rather wake up in pain every day rather than remove something from their diet that they just had a, a, it's a comfort, right? It's a habit. And the habits can be changed if you're willing to do the work to do it. But the problem is habits, it's, it's the mind, right? The mind, we get so ingrained with the comfort of the habit or whether it's, you know, a food or alcohol or what, what have you. But it takes effort to change. But once you do it, you know, it doesn't take that long. It just takes a commitment. And then, again, the brain rewires itself and go, okay, we've pruned away that program, and now we've created a new program. It's just like updating your iOS, right, <laughs> to a better system. The brain is not, you know, not much different. Well, I think I think that um... – I start, I'm starting to understand this a little bit more. So, you know, because time and time again in my life, I've tried to be as open as I can be with everybody. And it, for some reason it attracts, it does. I like, I'm, I would like to think it attracts people that are just as open to me in my life, but something, let me ask you this. Something's causing a vibration to where it attracts the opposite in my life. So, okay. How does that, with, how does that happen? Their people. Yeah. <laughs> well, Everyone we meet is a reflection of ourselves, right? So especially relationships, and this is really powerful to understand. If it's like someone in your life is triggering you or anybody in your life is triggering you, it's something within, it's not that person or what they're doing. It's something within you that you need to look at or you need to heal or you need to learn from. And when you can take it again from that higher perspective, you know, then you can, you know, resolve the pattern, right? It's like, um, you know, a, a woman always choo choosing an abusive boyfriend, right? It's like, you know, or goes on to one person, the next, next, right? Or vice or versa. Or the same pattern. What? Or vice versa. You know, like men do absolutely, it too. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So whatever it is, it's just like, you know, your the your soul is always going to give you a like a challenge to help you grow. Right. But if you don't learn from the experience, it's just like it cycles around again. Like time is just like a spiral. So you'll cycle, you'll cycle around and you'll meet a different person, but you'll have to, you know, and get triggered by that person um, until you can learn to resolve it within yourself. So if there's a pattern that's showing up for you and this is what's, you know, then it becomes really obvious. It's not the, the people, it's you. <laughs> and people don't want to take responsibility, right? And it's so easy to project and to blame, you know, and to shame, but it's actually something within you that need, and you need to work on or heal. And when you, that's where, you know, that tuning in goes, okay, why do these people keep showing up in my life? And I really am a strong believer in journaling, because journaling, you can access parts of your mind and your higher self that you wouldn't have otherwise. So you can get a lot of answers to. So just asking those questions, write it in a journal. Why does this keep, you know, why does this keep showing up for me? What do I need to learn from this? What is the gift in this? And this is what's really key, especially when it comes to like, you know, um, diseases and imbalances. Because we get so focused on like sometimes the victimhood of this or the diagnosis that we've been given. Right. Yeah. When we can look at it from what what is the gift in this challenge? Like sometimes, I mean, I always use cancer because it's an extreme. I mean, there's so much fear around it. But I've seen people, you know, 
completely transform their life because of like a cancer diagnosis or any other diagnosis, but, and they are so much, in it, it, you know, they've been able to heal themselves. They they've got rid of their toxic relationships or the job they didn't like, you know, because they were faced with an incredible challenge. They really had to reevaluate their life and become the new, a new person. And then they can look back at that experience and go, that was the best, worst thing that has ever happened to me. So when you can see the gift in something, whether it's pain, whether it, you know, you know, whatever issue that you're having and ask yourself, this is when you can go in and meditation. This is some powerful work is actually having a dialogue with the body, you know, and sometimes I'll, I'll tell people how, you know, so we'll just use pain as an example. So you have, you know, chronic hip pain. You go into meditation and you imagine pulling that pain out of your body and looking at it in front of you and just seeing what it looks like, seeing what it feels like. Is there a, a, an emotion to it? Is there a color to it? Is there a, a density to it? And having a dialogue with it. Okay, what are you here to show me? What are you here to teach me? So, cause so often what happens is that we have like a pain or we have an issue or a problem and we resist it. Right. But, you know, whatever resist persists. Right. So if we resist something, it only actually can make it stronger. It's like when we're feeling an uncomfortable emotion, right, like anxiety or stress. What do we do? We try to run away from it. We try to escape from it whatever, with whatever modality we use, you know, whether it's food or sex, alcohol um, to escape from that uncomfortable emotion. But when we can go into the emotion and where to actually allow yourself to feel it. And it's not, it's uncomfortable, right? We don't like it, but when we can actually allow ourselves to feel it and really have the dialogue, like, okay, what does it feel like to have, what does it feel like in my body to have anxiety? What does it feel like in my body to be depressed and, and see what you get. And what happens is it'll start to transform. It'll start to transmute You'll start to get answers, you know, about maybe things that you need to shift in your life because your emotions are very powerful. They're kind of telling you where you're at in the moment and allowing you the opportunity to shift to a better feeling state. And so there's so much emotion, you know, going on right now in angst. Um, but when we can really tune into it and see, okay, you know, how can I, how can I shift out of this? We, we've then become the master of our emotions. And that's really the key is using, using the emotional body as a tool right? Which is what the dark forces will do. Um, but for our own benefit. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like sometimes that it's like the dark forces, they bait you in, like they, they bait you in with good things and good time and like love and light. I'm telling you, man, they're in this community bigger than anything. Like, Oh, huge. Yeah. They huge. bait you in yeah. and then they just, as soon as you get in and you open up all the way and you're like, I'm here, I'm ready for the love and the light. Then they, they're, <laughs> then they're like, you're messed up. You're this and you're that. And we're going to heal you. Right. If you just do things our way. And it's See, like, what? Yeah, There's a lot of that. There's a, it's like, like spiritual gaslighting, you know, and so much in, in this community. Um, and I've, I've met a lot, you know, people that are like that. And it really, it disempowers rather than empowers. Right. I mean, the goal is that, you know, if you're going to go to a healer, you know, always tune in, you know, because I mean, there's so many great healers out there. But a lot of times, you know, if they're not balanced within themselves, you know, they're they're projecting onto you. Right. And so you really have to be discerning, you know, of the people that you do open up your energy to. 
right? Because again, everything is energy, everything is resonance. And so if there's, I mean, and there's a lot of, I mean, we, we can go into the, you know, entities and, and things around that, that'll, you know, latch onto your field, right? That can influence your thoughts, can influence your emotions and your behaviors and, and suck your energy from you. And so it's really important right now more than ever because there's so much fear on this planet that we keep our energy field clear and we're very discerning about who we engage our energy with. Um, and, you know, there's many different ways to, to keep your field clear. And, of course, the vibrational things we talked about is good. But, I, you know, I call in higher beings that I work with and I clear my field a couple of times a day. I'll, you know, sage around me if I'm around somebody with really negative energy. Um, it's like, you know, we wash our clothes, you know, when they're dirty. We also have to clean our field because things get stuck right to our field. We're walking, you know, to Walmart, wherever we need to go. And everyone's walking around in fear. Can you imagine, right, if we were able to see that fear energy and what that would look like and how if our fields aren't strong, all that stuff, all those little attachments and parasites, you know, on other planes will just latch right onto us. And a lot of times disease states can be influenced, you know, by these little beings that are just trying to steal our energy. And it's not to put fear into people. It's actually to empower you that you can heal and transmute everything through that love vib vibration and, and, and calling in the higher, higher beings for help if you feel like you need it. But it's super important right now to, to do that work. Yeah, I get it. I finally do. I think, I mean, it's taken, I think we all have to do that, that kind of work. And, you know, we say we want these things and stuff, but we, until we stop, I don't know. It's like we, these programs, like these deep subconscious programs, we definitely project onto others for sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it just, it's like, right. How you have to make, you have to make new choices. If you want to really want to change, you're going to have to make new choices than you did before. And yeah, it's not easy to do, but it's just like, you know, we keep making the same choice. What do you, you know, what are you going to get the same outcome? Right. Yeah. I feel, see, I've always felt like this, though. I always felt like, you know what? If I just as I be as open and as honest as I can be and genuine, then I'll get that back. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But the, the, apparently there's some other program underneath what I'm saying to you right now that doesn't mm -hmm. get that, you know? Because if I believe that, then that's what would be vibrated back, I think. Right. Yeah, I mean, and... There are, I mean, there are dark forces that are going to try to bring your energy down, you know, and you might, you know, as a lot of us here as light workers here on earth right now going through this time, a lot of us are here just to anchor the light. And, you know, in, in the, the, the other forces don't want that, right? So they're going to try to um, steer you off your path, you know, and so it's just being conscious, you know, conscious and aware of that. But you have to, too, is like when we, you know, we cannot also expect other people to respond to us the way we want them to. Right. It's like you have to, you can share the love and you can be the love, but you have to do it without any expectation in return. You know, you might be expressing that to some person who doesn't give you back, but look, the universe is going to give you love back in another way. Right. It's always going to match your frequency in another way. Um, so, yeah, it's a, there's a lot, right? There's a big battle right now, you know, between the light and the dark. Um, 
And so it's just really important that we are stay tuned into our energy and, you know, and be discerning about, you know, who we associate with and the energy fields that are uh, around us all the time and everything that we're choosing. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, what <laughs> I really don't, because I mean, I feel like they've done their job. I feel like they've won. That that they've they've no, won. No, no, no. This well, I I'm just saying. Agree. I do. I, yeah, we can empower the individual, yeah, I mean, but the connected stuff, it's it's hopeless. I think it's no, hopeless. I I don't think it's hopeless at all. I think they know that the the timeline it, it, the the probability the timeline is already set. Like they know they're not going to win, but they will do everything they possibly can to try to, you know, slow it down, block it, create chaos, create fear, create panic. Um, but I know ultimately, like, the light's going to win out. Absolutely, 100%. It just doesn't seem like that now. <laughs> but it's like, you know, like, it's always darkest before the dawn. Like, a lot of this stuff had to happen in order for this this new earth that's being created, this evolution of the human species, to get where we need to go. But again, it's choice, right? And, and you know, we're, we're, we always have a choice on what kind of what timeline we're operating on. You know, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are, right? So if you don't like what you're seeing, again, you got to shift and look within and, and change that. Like, yeah, if, I mean, if, if it's hopeless and, you know, then you just become the victim, right, to everything around you, you know, and powerless. Right. Rather than commanding, like, I'm a sovereign being and, you know, I'm this is not the timeline I want to be on. You know, what do I want to create? What's that? Because it's really important right now, like that we have a collective consciousness. Right. So our energy field and how we're operating in this world affects the entire collective. So the more people that wake up and understanding the truth of who we really are and operate in those higher dimensional energies. It's going to shift the planet so fast, right? But the more people that get sucked into their world of fear control, you know, it's going to slow that, that evolution down. And so it's always a choice. So, you know, if we want to have a better world without all this control, well, we have to hold our energy differently and not buy into their programming. I mean, it's, it's a whole, you know, psyop, like the ultimate tyranny is not like control by martial law. It's actually controlled by the psychological manipulation of our consciousness, right? And uh, then be, our reality becomes defined by not, um, you know, it, it, we basically create our own prison and we don't even realize it. So what we're doing right now, we're like freely giving up our freedom <laughs> instead of going wait, wait a second no i don't consent i'm a sovereign being i do not consent i mean you know i think the mask was one thing the next thing's going to be the vaccines no there's no way i'm that's again not my timeline <laughs> no forced vaccines here you know that's their agenda and i'm not buying into it and i think it's this you know it's 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 not easy, right? It's so disempowering. But again, it's what what are the energies you're surrounded by? If if you're you know watching the news all the time, you know, and you're buying into the fear programming, 
well, I mean, that's your choice, you know, and it's I, no judgment. It, you know, we all have our, our own choice to operate in this world how we want to be. But do we want to see the world change for the better? Yes. Well, we have to be that, you know, we have to hold that energy of that greater reality that we want to change. It is possible, you know, it, and this is like these dark forces have been in, you know, control for hundreds of thousands of years. And right now, this is the process of dismantling all of that. And the light forces are here in droves, right, from all over the universe, helping to support us. And we can connect with them, right? I mean, you know, I'm seeing ships outside of my house like crazy lately. I mean, they're everywhere. If we're just tuning in, there's support everywhere. Um, and, you know, and I know, I mean, the light's going to win out. It's, I think the timeline's kind of already been set. I think after 2012, we had these two timelines going of kind of the dark and the light. And uh, I, I think this is kind of the timeline where there's no turning back, but we still have to do the work, right? We still have to hold the energy to allow this to manifest. Yeah, I oh, get it's it. Good. It's positive, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's else not to hopeless, say. Joe. It is hopeless. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hopeless. Oh, well, that's your choice. You know, we all we all have free will uh to choose, but I mean, I I look, I get it that the end of this is what this is what it's all about. Individual empowerment, you know, go go into yourself, go into yourself. And then they want you to blame the world and blame everybody else and then go back and look at your childhood and, and carry that until you're 40 and you're 50 and keep focusing on that and keep focusing on that and then just keep pushing people away and keep pushing people away until it don't matter anymore. Oh, well, I mean, this is the thing. Earth, right, incarnating here is like, this is like triple PhD school. Like most of us, you know, plan this life, like it took hundreds, if not thousands of lives, lives to get ready to come to earth. So just the fact that we're here is like, we're pretty badass souls. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I believe. And, and we knew this was going to be hard, but we, we chose, right. We chose to be here, you know, for a reason for, you know, for a purpose. And when you can understand your purpose and why you're here. And if you don't, that's where you tune into yourself and understand, okay, what brings you joy? Um, you know, that's when we can, you know, take ownership of, okay, like, yeah, we knew this was going to be easy. You know, we knew life was going to be painful, but we don't have to suffer. And that's the key. There is going to be pain, but we don't have to suffer. Suffering comes from the mind. And I mean, there's, you know, the masters talk about like, if you only knew how brilliant you are, how magnificent you are, you would bow down at your own feet. Right. But again, that we've been so conditioned to believe that we are, we are just these little 3d human beings in this body. That's going to age, whether get sick and die. And that's not the case. You know, we're gods, we're gods in human form. We're just a projection of our, of God consciousness in this avatar this human body this meat suit <laughs> you know and uh and we can operate right we have this amazing free will that we can operate it however we want whether we choose you know to kind of believe in you know the negative agenda and that the dark winning you know that's your choice but 
um, like the more people get like stand up and take ownership and self responsibility to go, okay, this isn't working, right? These systems in society, they're not working, right? Medicine, government, everything, everything has to be broken down in order to get made anew, right? It's just like, you know, the earth, right? The fall, you know, leaves are withering and dying right now in order to regenerate. And this is like what's happening on the earth. Um, things have to have to die in order to get, you know, reborn. And we're like literally going through the birth canal right now. And it effing sucks, right? <laughs> I've had two kids with no drugs. <laughs> you know, it's this, it's, totally sucks but guess what when that baby comes out and that new earth is born you're gonna forget like oh my god how hard it was and how grateful you are to be in the space that you are yeah i believe that you should be grateful for your life even if you've had it even if it's been rough even if it's been hard you know yeah i mean i yeah, you're here, you're alive, and guess what? You're an infinite being. This is just a blink of an eye. You know, it's just like, it's like you have to think of it. And this, when you think about life as a game, and I know that's really hard sometimes when, you, you know, you're going through a lot and you have the, there's a lot of, you know, suffering, quote-unquote, going on. But, you know, when you're playing a video game, right, and you're trying to, you know, go to the next level and go to the next level, all of a sudden, you know, the big monster comes and kills you. It's like, okay, game over, you know, try again. Yeah, okay, go back, try again. Like, this is what we do. This is what our souls do, right? We come in, we incarnate, and we, we learn. We have a blueprint. We have a mission. We go down, you know, to Earth, and we go, okay, this is what we want to do. Maybe we don't get it all done. Maybe we want to check out early, say, yeah, screw this. This is way too hard. <laughs> I want to go back. Um, and then we have an opportunity to, okay, do over, try again. You know, it's like we don't die, right? So if we look at life, okay, this is a game. And yeah, man, three Earth sucks right now. But you know what? Like, this is going to go by in a flash in the, in the relative terms, the universal terms. And, you know, allow the opportunity for your soul to grow through the process of these birthing pains. Because, you know, I mean, anything you've done in your life, right, that's been really hard to do, you look back and you go, wow, I learned a lot from that. Like, I'm grateful for that experience because, you know, I learned about myself. I grew. I didn't know I had the courage or the fortitude, you know, to, to go through that. And I, you know, you, it's empowering, right? When you go through something difficult, you, go out, you know, get out on the other end, you go, wow. You know, and you can be grateful for it. You know, we're just kind of in that process right now. Um, so that's why it's really important to stay tuned to the people around you and, and energies that are going to help lift you up. Because it's not easy to stay, oh, my God, I'm an emotional roller coaster. And I just say, okay, I'm just going to, like, be easy on myself. I'm going to just, feel, go, you know, go through the emotions, feel it, put on some, you know, higher vibrational podcast or something that's going to lift up my energy and just be okay feeling like crap, you know, like that's okay and not resisting it, you know, um, and then allow it to move through the body and the next day can wake up and feel great, you know, so it's a lot, it's important not to judge ourselves too. If we have a bad day, if we eat a crappy meal because we're stressed out, it's like, okay, how can I be better next time? How can I make a better choice? And to not hold resistance or hold judgment and to be forgiving, right? It's so important. One of the, the major causes of imbalance and disease states is just harboring resentments and unforgiveness, you know, people in your past to yourself, you know, holding on to guilt, 
shame, blame, all that is this holds that frequency in the field of stuck emotions. And we have the opportunity to release them, you know, and we can transmute everything through love, right? That's the ultimate frequency, that love light frequency. Um, love, you know, is, is creation, right? Light is information, and we can utilize the, those tools to, you know, to empower ourselves um, while we're here, right? This is the great lesson. This is why we came here. So, it could be, again, it's like, well, you, you feel stuck in that lower self, that victimhood, that state, like, ugh, we're losing. But it, we can expand out from that bigger universal perspective, you know, or just look at a Milky Way galaxy and see where Earth is on it. <laughs> you go, okay. <laughs> perspective right perspective changes everything perspective does change everything you're right you know yeah so again yeah it's what are you choosing to you know i mean because it life is really meaningless right it's us that puts meaning to life you know and so i mean i'll if i'm having a bad day like i've got so many people that are having worse days, right, than I am. And I go, okay, what can I tune in to be and be grateful for, right? So, you know, and when you start focusing on, on gratitude, it completely shifts your energy, completely, especially when you're anxious, when you're stressed, when you're feeling victimhood or depressed. And it could be little things like, you know what, I can walk, I can breathe, I have a house to live in, I have food in the fridge, you know, I can go for a walk outside. I mean, just the simple little things can shift your field dramatically. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, you get tired of, I say that stuff because I get tired of it. I get tired of hearing people say, oh, you just don't get me. Life is hopeless, this and that. That's why I say it, because you know how it feels when people say that, right? Like, yeah, people just well, need to be real. Just be real. Yeah, and people say that to you a lot. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when they get close to me, that's what they say. Oh, it's all hopeless. Nobody gets me. Da 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 da. da. And then you say, okay, how do you really feel? Oh, I feel this way and this way and that way. But then they hide, you know, half of it from you. And then they're like, well, you just don't mm -hmm. get me. Well, this is how it works. People don't get you if you don't open up and express yourself. That's how it works. Yeah. 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 I mean, people, you know, people want, it's easy sometimes to be in that victimhood state, you know, and they get something out of it. That's the thing too. Like, you know, when people are sick, it's like a lot of times they don't want to be well because they're getting something out of the sickness. Maybe they're getting more attention from their spouse or maybe they don't have to work as much. Or maybe, I mean, there's so many things to it. And it's, again, it's a lot of times it's not even conscious, but you know, it, but, but there's always a, a, a benefit right to, to it. And I know it's not, that sounds weird, um, but maybe it's just attention, right? People say that, Oh, you know, is the perpetual victim is, is, you know, craving attention. Right. And really when you go to the core of people like that, a lot of times it's lack of self-worth and lack of, of self-love, right? People need to really focus on self-care and loving themselves again. Um, and it sounds crazy, but you know, how uncomfortable is it for, for many people to look in a mirror and say, I love you to yourself. Right. It seems weird to tell yourself I love you. Right. But it's so powerful. And what are you doing to love yourself every day? 
you know, the two things I ask myself in the morning is how can I serve, you know, humanity? How can I serve myself? And if I don't serve myself and I'm constantly giving, um, you know, then I get drained. Right. And the people that are like those victims and, and I, you know, I have, I've obviously dealt a lot with people like that in my practice. Um, it, it, it's like parasites, like energetic parasites. They want to suck the energy from you. So again, when you can hold your field in a higher vibrational state, those parasitic people can't affect you, right? You can hold the space there, but it's not going to drain your energy. And, and, you know, you seem like a very empathic person, very sensitive person. So you're probably very, you know, affected by other people's energies too. So a lot of times, you know, I, I'm uh, an empath, so I can pick up on other people's energies. And before I really understood uh, how to be discerning of it, I wouldn't even realize that the energy that I'm feeling is actually not even mine, right? That anxiety all of a sudden I would feel because there was a client sitting in, across from me with anxiety all of a sudden my heart would start racing. Like I was picking up on their energy. And so a lot of times, and I'll, you know, even if I think a negative thought or I'm starting to feel uncomfortable emotions, I'm like, okay, is it mine? You know, and your intu- intuition will tell you yes or no right away. So, again, protecting your field and really being discerning and, and asking those questions, you know, because a lot of times it's, it's not even yours, right? And you're taking it on as, as part of you. You're pulling it into your field and you don't even realize it. But those energetic vampires are not, not fun to deal, to deal with. And unfortunately, we have, sometimes we have to, right? Whether they're our bosses or coworkers or family, you know? Um, and so, you know, I've, as I've kind of evolved over, you know, the course of the last few years, I've really had to, you know, let go of a lot of people from my life too, you know, just because maybe they were an old friend I knew forever, or even some of my family members, because, you know, they, their energy was just sucking me dry or I didn't like how I felt in their field or they're very negative people. Um, because it's ultimately you have to, you know, you have to focus on you. Right. And, uh, you can't let people suck your energy from you. You you know, you only have so much every day. Um, and what good are you to the world? Right. If your, your batteries are drained all the time, you know? Yep. I totally agree. I totally agree. And you know what's messed up is when those people tell you that they love you, that they care about you. <laughs> they love you and they care about you, yet they just want to keep coming around and vamping every good thing that you offer them off of you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The people. So that's that, where boundaries come in. Yeah. yeah. That's where the boundaries are so important. If you know yeah. that there's those people in your life and you know maybe you can't like necessarily get rid of them, you have to create boundaries for you. You know, otherwise, ultimately, what's going to happen, Joe, is that you'll get sick, right? That's why when people are constantly giving away their energy to everybody else and not, you know, you know, uh, reviving their own batteries, recharging their own batteries, the body, the cells, you know, are, are little batteries, too. And those cells get the charge gets weak in the cell. That's when people get sick. Like our, our cells operate. As a negative charge inside the cell, negative 75. When that drops down to like 60, that's when we actually can get cold. That's when actually, you know, viruses and stuff can affect us. If our batteries are nice and charged to 75, we could be exposed to, you know, the bacteria and the viruses that are apparently everywhere right now and not get sick. 
when it drops down to about 42, guess what happens? Cancer, right? So if we keep our bodies charged, we're in balance. We cannot get sick, right? So it's really important that we don't let our energy get sucked out all the time because ultimately you're doing a disservice for yourself. You're creating a balance that will eventually lead to disease. Yeah, and you know, like you have people in your life, I'm sure, right? That are always have something wrong with them. Oh, they always got something <laughs> wrong, or they always, um, mm-hmm. you know, they can't tell you the truth, or they can't, um, they they can't tell you the truth, or they constantly hide the truth, or they always got something wrong, or they're always the victim, or they point their finger at the rest of the world and talk about how bad the rest of the world is all the time, but nothing's wrong with them. Oh they God. just they understand love God, more yeah. than everybody, you know. <laughs> Sounds like you need a new group of friends, Joe. Yeah. You got that right. <laughs> Hanging out with the wrong people. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, crazy, right? Like, everybody, people look, are, would, people are people. Yeah. Everybody does messed up stuff. Everybody has faults, but it doesn't mean those people yeah. don't love and that they don't true. care. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Like, but to be like nobody gets me when you don't, you know, like open up about you don't, if you don't open up, nobody's going to get you. That's how it works. Yeah. We can't read your mind, you know? So, I mean, but if, if people are constantly complaining, you know, I, I would say, well, what are you doing to change it? Like, you know, take ownership. Like if you don't like how you feel, you can change it. Like, like there's no such thing as victims. You know, you're, you're always, you're always in choice, right? You're choosing to be in that state and you can choose a different state of being. It's always, it's always a choice. We have to learn to stand in our own sovereignty right now more than ever and realize we're not a victim to anything, you know, but it's, I know it's not easy. Believe me, it's it's, it's constant, you know, I'm constantly checking in myself. There's, you know, there's days when I fail, you know, but I'm always working on it. I'm always trying to be better, you know, and I see the results and how different my, you know, external reality is when I am operating in a higher vibrational state. I'm happier, I'm more joyful, better things happen in my life, more doors open up, I feel good, I have more energy, I'm a better parent. I mean, and that's that's who I want to be. And then, yeah, there's days I'll fail and, okay, try again the next day, you know. But it, I, it's like doing that self-inventory, that self-reflection is really, really important, you know. And that's where the things like meditation or journaling or doing some creative, you know, it doesn't have to be sin. It could be, you know, art, painting, you know, um, singing, dancing, whatever it is that brings you joy that can, you can get into that flow state. Right. Where you're just you're, you know, like outside of time. Right. You're just, you know, being in the moment, being present is so, so important. Um, and it can rebalance your energies, you know, that way very easily. I agree. It's time to just to be real, like see, see like what that's what I mean. Like there's a balance in everything. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just am so sick of the blame game and all this other stuff. Uh, it, whether it's in politics, whether it's in race, whether it's in gender, yeah. whether it's your childhood, whether you were abused, I'm sick of it, man. Like at some point, you're going to have to grow up and take responsibility for all of the energy in your field and all of what you vibrate. 
Absolutely, right? We create our own reality, you know, and yes, there's circumstances when you're a child that traumas that could happen. Traumas, you know, I mean, we've all been through some type of trauma, right? This is part of being a human being and some obviously worse than others. But at some level, our soul did choose those experiences for a reason. I know people don't like to hear that. But there is a learning lesson in all of that. Nothing happens to us. Everything happens for us. It's a really powerful statement, but it's absolutely 100% true. You know, like you would not be the person you are today without all the experiences you've had in your past, right? That's right. And a lot of what's happened, you wouldn't be who you are today the Joe right now in this now moment, if it wasn't for all the experiences, all the good choices, bad choices, whatever. Right. And so it, you know, if we want to change, we got to change, you know, got to change our thoughts, but the division is, is something that's so bad right now. And that's the thing that is like, we're buying into that's the other program that people are buying into the division, you know, black, white, you know, Republican, Democrat, like they want us divided, <laughs> you know, so we have to look like we can't judge one another because they believe something different than us, you know, or they look different than whatever, like all that as we evolve to the higher, you know, this dimensional reality, like everything's one, right? We're all unified. Everything's a reflection of who we are, right? You see God in everybody. Everything, everyone is a mirror to us. When you can operate it from that higher consciousness level, right? All division goes away, right? And we operate, you know, at a much higher frequency. And that's really where, you know, we want to evolve to, you know, where it, there isn't all this, you know, fear and anxiety and stress, you know, that's the, that's the old paradigm. That's what's breaking down. We have to choose, you know, um, to evolve, right? We have to choose to look at somebody that might not believe the same politics as we do and love them anyways, right? We're not here to change other people. We're not here to awaken every, you know, we're all on our own individual journey, Right. And everybody's, you know, we're all, and we're all going to end up at the same place. Everybody's just going on a different path to get there. I believe. That's so true. That is so true. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I like how that you're, uh, that you're, I don't know. I think you're doing good things. And the fact that you're open and honest and you can hear me vent and still help me get rid of my subconscious stuff is really helpful. So thank you. you know. <laughs> Well, I'm glad if I helped a little bit, I'm glad to hear. So hopefully, hopefully it helps some of your listeners too. Well, you definitely did. And tell everybody like how they can find you on the website, social media and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, I do, I do do consultations, um, over video or phone, um, and, and locally here in Wisconsin, you can find me at the quantum nutritionist.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at the quantum nutritionist as well. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and having you on. Oh, thank you so much, Joe. It was a great time. You're welcome. You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. There she goes. And thank you all for listening to uh, Lighting the Void. Yeah. You know, I, I am getting to the point where, like, you know, as much love and kindness and light as we spread, 
There are people out there that just no matter how much love and light and kindness you spread, and this is something that I'm learning, no matter what you do, no matter how patient you are, no matter how loving and understanding you try to become with them, instead of, you know, meeting you halfway or trying to see what you're doing to connect. And this isn't, I don't even think this is their fault. This is the world we live in. This is what they want, right? They want you to be the victim. They want you to be, uh, they want you to feel separate and alone and afraid and scared. But the truth is you're not alone. You're not separate. You're not afraid. There's plenty of people out there that will reach out and help you if you just ask. Or if you just say, hey, I got some issues. I'm alone. I'm afraid. I'm telling you, if you get the stuff off your chest, you'll feel better. You'll heal. You'll feel healthy. You'll start to be happy. You'll vibrate good things and good people into your life. And I think a lot of these people that are doing that, they come on this show, they talk about these types of things. David Matheson come on here and talk about it. This lady just came on here and talked about it. Uh, you have to identify what is vamping from you. And when I say from you, look like what people are doing this to you. And understand that they're people and they're only doing it because they're hurt. But instead of facing their own pain and being real about it, some people will just keep taking from you. Whatever you have to offer. Some of you have like kindness to offer. Some of you have money and wealth. <clears throat> some of you have um, intelligence. You all have something to offer. But don't, what I'm saying is, is protect your gifts sparingly. And when you... And when you do give them out and people show you appreciation for them, show your appreciation back, right? And that's it. It's real simple. And then we got to get rid of this COVID stuff and start connecting again because I don't think we're ever, honestly, I really don't think we're ever going to be healthy again until we actually start having some real connection out there. So keep fighting for that. Anyways, we do have an event coming up, the Fringe Fest. Halloween weekend. It's going to be pretty rad. I hope you all come out to join us. Coming up next, The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, same time, same channel. Good night.